0: Hi, this is Violet Lang. Welcome to my podcast, The Pleasure Path, all about love, dating, relationships, and femininity. I help successful spiritual women find their pleasure and their power to create healthy partnership. What are the signs that you're growing in love? Hint, hint, they are not what you think. Tune in for a special episode on what I see in my client's growth journey and how I know they're getting closer to their lifetime of love and even finding their lifetime partner because I have so many clients who are engaged and married and there's always signs along the way that they're getting close and that they are finding their partner. Hello everybody, so a common question that I get is, how do I know that I'm getting closer to love? So do you feel sometimes like you're getting farther and farther away or that the way you feel on the inside isn't yet showing up on the outside? I know that a lot of women that I talk to, they feel stuck or they feel a little bit lost when it comes to dating because they might be online dating, might be trying to meet someone in person, but it doesn't necessarily feel like it's just getting better. So there are actually ways that you can tell you're getting closer to love. And I'm going to share those with you, the top five ways that you can tell that you're getting closer. But the reason this is important is because when we don't have an awareness of something, it's hard for us to know how to move forward. If we just feel lost or confused, or we're not connecting to ourselves or connecting to the love that we have for others or others for us, then it can feel easy to get disappointed or or disgusted sometimes or just really feeling down on ourselves that we're not lovable or there's something wrong with us. But there may be times when you're actually getting closer to love, you just haven't had the skills or the tools or the support or the awareness to know that it's coming in for you and that there's things that you can do to bring it in even faster and to have it be more enjoyable. So I want to share those with you tonight. And I did take some notes because it's important to me and I want to make sure that I didn't miss anything. But the first sign when I see women get closer to love, and I've worked with hundreds of women in my program and thousands of women that have taken my free trainings. And, And what I always notice is that the first thing is that instead of feeling really annoyed or pissed off or jealous when someone else has love, they actually start to feel excited like, oh, it's happening for me too. So you know that you're getting closer to love if you see someone making out on the sidewalk, or holding hands, or you find out about one of your friends getting engaged or dating someone great. And instead of thinking, love sucks, or I'm never going to find someone or, you know, sure, it happened for her because she's this and this and this and I don't have those things. Like, instead of getting in the comparison game, you're in the excitement, you know, part of it. So you know that you're getting closer to love, number one, if you're feeling excited about love in general, and if you see signs of love and you celebrate. Now, it doesn't mean that you don't still have the longing. Sometimes we see signs of love and we get excited for the person and we still feel that ache, that desire to open our heart and to be seen and to give and receive love. And that's okay. But it's more that when we're being destructive with our energy or destructive with our emotions or comparing ourselves and cutting ourselves down, compared to someone else or trying to poo-poo love in general. That can be a red flag that you're getting further away from love versus closer to love. So that's the number one. And then the second key sign that you know that you're getting closer to love, let me just make sure I'm going in order, (laughs) is that it starts to feel natural to ask for what you want. So when you're not getting closer to love, you judge yourself. You think, well, I can't talk about this on the second date. He's going to get scared. Or... You know, I would bring this up about what I really want, but I'm just gonna let him make all the decisions. And it doesn't mean that you have to be forceful, but you can absolutely express what you want. And it doesn't have to mean that it's with this particular person that you're dating, but I find that it's a key sign that you're getting closer to love when it feels natural for you to share what you want without expectation that the other person meet that need, but with a deep joy and satisfaction at yourself for your desires and your needs and a sense of confidence that they are going to get met, that your needs are important and they will get met, whether it's with this person in this particular circumstance or whether it's something else. There's an owning, there's a claiming, there's a sense of feeling uh, empowered with speaking for what you want. And that's the second sign. And then the third sign that I see in my clients all the time that I get excited about, which I know is bringing them closer to love and that relationship of their dreams is this is a really important one. They're willing to walk away from love that's mediocre. Now that's huge. How many of you have spent too much time in a relationship that you should have walked away from months or even years ago, right? Maybe you got used to settling. Maybe it was financially stable. Maybe you said, well, but we have the kids. Maybe you swept things under the rug when you knew that your partner was cheating. Or maybe you just, you know, kind of got used to complacent to a relationship that was nice, but that wasn't actually good. Hi, Raya. Nice to see you here. Thanks for chiming in. And so we have to be willing to walk away from love that's just mediocre. And that takes so much courage. It takes lots of courage to say, you know, something that's okay is not enough. And I'm not talking about being nitpicky or finding superficial reasons to push away good love. What I'm talking about is when you keep going on dates again and again with someone that you just have zero interest in, but you're like, well, I might as well get the practice. Or when you stay in a relationship way too long and you settle because you're afraid you can't find something better or because you're just in your comfort zone. So I know that a woman is closer to love, a human is closer to love, when they have the courage and the confidence to say no to something that could be just about right. And I have a really vulnerable share around this. So I was dating someone and we had been dating, I don't know, maybe three months or so. And on paper, they looked perfect. So this was about five years ago. On paper, they were amazing. They had a great job. They were successful. They owned their own house. They were intellectual. We had great conversations about that, but I was really missing a spiritual connection. And that's really important to me. I really wanted someone that I could have a spiritual connection with and feel that we had a similar vision and a similar purpose in life. Now in that relationship, I could have just stayed with that. Like he was head over heels for me and we had a good, we had a good, you know, rapport. We enjoyed spending time with each other. We had fun. Like I could easily see him and I creating a life together and he wanted that. And then I left, I left that relationship and I just said, I'm not feeling what I need to feel. I'm not feeling inspired. I'm not feeling connected. I'm not feeling lit up and I'm not feeling like I'm living my highest purpose or my, my fullest self. And so it took a lot of courage, but it eventually led me to Jason. I met Jason just like three months later. So actually that wasn't five years ago, that was four years ago. So yeah, three months after that, I met my husband, but had I stayed in that relationship just because on paper it looked good or it checked all these boxes. I would have never met my husband, you know, and maybe I would have gotten married to that guy, I'm not sure. I cringe kind of in my heart thinking of it, not because he's not a bad person, but I've already been there and done that. I was married for five years in my 20s and it was a sexless marriage and I was not feeling inspired and I was basically taking care of my husband, it became more of like I was his parent and he was a pet. Anyway, I won't bore you with all of those details. But the point is, you've reached a really great place in your trajectory of your love life when you have the courage and confidence to walk away from something that's mediocre. And I know it takes a lot of guts, but it is so worth it because it creates space for the right relationship. Now, walking away from something that's mediocre could also mean within a relationship. Maybe there's a pattern or a dynamic that feels really stale, that feels like it's just kind of checking in the box. Maybe it's your intimate life. Maybe it's your emotional connection. Maybe it's your intellectual connection. Maybe it's the amount of time that you spend together. But anywhere in life where we're just kind of in our, in our love life where we're settling for something mediocre, we're missing out on the truth of our fullness of our desires and our unique expression individually and as a couple. So, that's always a really cool sign when someone says, you know, it was a really great relationship, but I moved on or the relationship was really good, but there was a dynamic that wasn't working for me and I chose to speak my truth. I get chills when I hear those stories from my from my clients. Um okay. And then the fourth thing that's a sign that you're growing closer to love and it's funny because we have all these external things in the world that say that we're growing closer to love like You catch the bouquet or, you know, someone sends you a Valentine or you go on a million dates. I've actually found that dating is not a numbers game. It's not about going on a million dates because if you haven't looked at and addressed your own patterns, patterns of attraction, attachment style, the ways that you reject love, um, the ways that you find reasons not to move forward, the ways that you overgive to someone or you're not in your power, the ways that you resist being vulnerable or speaking your truth, like All of those things, if those things don't get addressed, you could go on five million dates for all I care, and it doesn't necessarily mean it's gonna bring you your partner. So I digress. I just mean that there's a lot of external things you could look at that say, oh, I'm getting closer to love, and I actually don't think those are as important as these inner shifts. So the fourth thing that's really important that tells you you're getting closer to love is that the things that used to bother you. Don't bother you as much anymore. And this is what I mean by really opening your heart and being in your heart and being integrated, your head, your heart, your body, instead of just dating from your head. Because your head will always look for something wrong. That's why our brain exists. Our brain was designed to keep us protected and to be as efficient as possible. But that means we're always going to be looking for ways to protect ourselves, to create certainty when there's actually a lot of uncertainty in dating and love and romance. And to look for reasons to reject someone because it feels safer to reject someone than to create something new. But then you miss out on all the amazingness of the adventure of love and the passion and the stimulation and and all of those things. So... It's always a sign, the fourth sign, that someone's getting closer to love when the things that used to bother them that are superficial don't bother them anymore. So I remember telling one of my friends, this was a long time ago, this was maybe nine or 10 years ago, that I didn't like a guy that I had just gone on a date with because his forearms were too skinny. And she laughed at me. Um, she's married and she was married at the time. She's like, It just sounds like you're not ready. And I was like, No, his forearms, they creep me out. She's like, you know, I think you're not ready. (laughs) I think you're not ready for love. And she was totally right. You know, I was protecting my heart. I wasn't in my feminine energy. I was looking for every reason under the sun to reject this guy. And in hindsight, he would have been a great match. Like we had similar life vision. He had a great personality. He was handsome, you know, all of these things. But my brain was scamming for all the reasons why it wasn't going to work out. So if you find yourself going on a million first dates, but not getting any second dates, Or getting in a pattern of going out for a few weeks with someone and then it fizzling out. uh, It's probably because your brain is looking for a reason to reject someone and focusing on the superficial. And that's just not a good pathway to lasting love. You want to be able to be in your heart and really date in a way that's based on values. So before I met Jason... Uh, like the months leading up to Jason, I got total clarity. I was like, I need a man of integrity. That is the most important thing. Someone that I can trust, someone who's reliable, someone I respect, someone who treats me like a queen. Like I just trust his integrity and he's really grounded in that. And then that's what I got and I've never been happier in relationships. So date based on your values and what's important to you and the inner characteristics of the person. And if you're looking for all the superficial reasons to reject them, just ask yourself like, am I guarding my heart? Am I really ready for love? Because if you're letting go of the things that used to bother you, like maybe it used to really bother you if someone didn't have a super nice car, or maybe it used to bother you if they, you know, were a little bit messy in their house, or maybe it used to bother you if they didn't tuck in their button up shirts, like whatever the thing is, or for me, the forearms. (laughs) So it's like if something superficial like that no longer is even really on your radar because you're seeing the real person and you're interacting with the real person, that's a really good sign. And then the fifth way that you know that you're getting closer to love, which is so exciting, and I get to see this in my clients all the time, is that you're willing to be led into the unknown. And this is partially about the polarity of masculine and feminine energy. A lot of times masculine energy is more directive, it's more agentic, it has more of a vision. Um, feminine energy, well, actually, feminine and masculine both have vision, but it's more about like the pursuit of the vision and the taking action on the vision. And feminine energy is considered to be, and we all have feminine and masculine, but feminine energy is considered to be more receptive and, and willing to be led and masculine is leading thank God we all have masculine and feminine, right? Because we need both of those parts. But whether you're, those energies within us, but whether you're, you know, in the masculine energy role or whether you're in the feminine energy role, A, it changes within us and it changes within our partnerships just as we grow and evolve. But B, regardless of what kind of place you're, you're spending more of your energy in right now, you really need to Hi, Ray, I see that. It's okay. I have lots of blogs and podcasts. She says, I feel so far from finding love. There's lots of ways that you can get closer and you can also set up a call with us, which I'll talk about at the end of the session. But to make a long story short, this fifth one The fifth one is that you're willing to be led into the unknown and that means you're willing to move beyond your ego's sense of what should happen in a relationship and on what timeline and into the openness, the openness of connection, the openness of adventure. It doesn't mean that you let go of your desire. Like if you want to be in a committed partnership awesome. Like that is a beautiful desire to have. If you want to just date around and have more casual experiences right now, that's fine. Like you get to have your own intention, of course, but there's a degree of willing to be led not only by our partner, but also by the universe. And I know that sounds a little bit woo woo, but I always think, wow, you know, God and the universe have so much of a bigger plan than I could even imagine. And there's so much synchronicity and beauty in the unfolding of life. Who am I to try to be a control freak and control everything? And Jason and I were laughing about that the other day because I was making a joke about myself. And I was like, yeah, I'm just being a control freak. And he was like, yes. And I was like, oh, you really think that's that's how I am? He's like, you can be like that. <laughs> and so it's funny that he was kind of poking fun at me. But this was something I really had to get used to when we first started dating and even continue to get used to is it's okay for me to receive It's okay for me to not plan out every single moment. And it's okay for my partner to want to contribute to the relationship. You know, just last weekend, Jason surprised us with an Airbnb that we spent the night at, a few nights at, uh, about three hours outside of Los Angeles, just south of the Sequoias. Gorgeous place. But I didn't say, hey, we need to get away and here's where I'd like to go and this is what I want and here's all my requirements. Like, yes, I can speak my needs and my desires. That's shift number two or that's the important part of number two, showing that you're getting closer to love. But there's also this art of of learning to be led and allowing yourself to be led. So if you have a vision of love that leaves no wiggle room, Or, no opportunity for there to be change and flow and adventure, then you might be further away from love than if you have a heart based vision that allows for a lot of nuance, but also allows for a lot of connection and growth and discovery with your partner. Because even if you have the most beautiful, crystallized vision in the world, which again, I talk to women about every single day, you know, what's their vision, chances are that when you do your work and when you get, you know, stronger in these areas we're talking about, the person that you meet is going to exceed your vision. They're going to be even better than you could have even imagined. And you're going to do even cooler stuff than you could have even imagined. And that also requires that you're going to have to step up, right? So part of relationship is being accountable. And if you call in a partner who's just amazing, even better than you even expected, prepare for some personal growth, right? Like it's time then for you to be even your next version of yourself, your next best version of yourself. And that means allowing the partner and allowing the relationship itself, which to me is an embodiment of the divine, allowing that to lead you into this adventure, into these new spaces within yourself that can sometimes feel a little bit uncomfortable. So if you're freaking out and you're like, oh my God, I'm so far away from all of these places. It's okay. You know, the the most that our society looks at the internal is typically relegated to the spiritual realm. Like, okay, you can be spiritual or you can be a good person in that way. And then everything else in our life, our business, our you know, dating, um, our success, our health. It's all about these external metrics, but we're all learning to look at the world through a more internalized point of view, not in a narrow point of view, but a way of looking at the energy and of the values and of the qualities and not just at the externals, because most people are getting burnt out by the externals. We can only hustle on the hamster wheel for so long. Right. And then it has to feel even more fulfilling. And so one thing that I'm super passionate about is helping women to date from a way that's inside out and help them get their outcome, meet their partner so much faster and with so much more fun. So they don't have to go on a million dates and they don't have to rely on all these external benchmarks. Now, what I find time and time again, when I start working with someone is the externals actually start shifting and picking up too after they've been doing their internal work. So they'll start getting more dates. They'll start getting more dates with higher quality men. They'll be dating a few different men for a few weeks at a time to kind of see which which is the best fit. And they'll be a choice. They'll have multiple people that want them to be their girlfriend. And then they get to choose, you know, what feels best for me and what feels right for me. And just like all the shifts that we shared, you know, they're getting closer and closer to that lasting love. So I'm just going to recap really quick. So the first shift that shows that you're closer to love than ever before is you feel excited about love and Including other people's you know pda and, and examples of love out in the world number two it feels natural to ask for what you want you're not hiding your desires or feeling ashamed of your desires number three you're willing to walk away from love that's mediocre and choose something even bigger something even better for you number four the things that used to bother you that might be superficial no longer do and you're dating from your heart not just from your head And then number five, you're willing to be led into the unknown. You're willing to let the relationship and the partner lead you to something even even greater, even more fulfilling, even more enriching. So again, if you're feeling kind of far away from those things, or if you just want more support and having a greater relationship with yourself and with others, then I would love to talk We do free 45 minute Breakthrough to Love sessions and in those calls, you're gonna get total clarity on what's been working in your love life, what's not been working, what are these patterns that might be keeping you from getting closer to love and then what would the next steps look like. And if we feel like it's a good fit, we might invite you to be one of our new clients this month. But if not, we won't even talk about that. So you don't have to worry about that either way. You're going to get a ton of value and have a lot of fun on the call. So I'm looking forward to connecting with you, either me or my team. And you can go to violetlang.com forward slash talk and book your free Breakthrough to Love session now. So I hope that you get closer and closer to love and all of the desires that are in your heart for massive romance and passion this year. Thanks for tuning in and turning on for healthy love because better relationships mean more power, more creativity, and a better planet. I'm here to end the suffering of abuse and loneliness, and it starts with you. Please subscribe to my show and leave a review. If you want more love, pleasure, and power in your life, go to violetlang.com forward slash talk. That's violetlang.com forward slash talk to sign up for a free breakthrough to love call. These are special deep dives only for women who are committed and ready for lasting love. If that's you, book your time now with me or my team.